Paul here with today's tip to help you pass ACLS. A question I am frequently asked at classes with students that work at different agencies or facilities that use different brands of biphasic monitor defibrillators is, how do you remember what energy is needed when cardioverting or defibrillating someone? The answer to that question is today's Pass ACLS Tip Topic. Listening to a tip daily for a few weeks before your class will help to cement the key concepts needed for you to pass your ACLS written exam and megacode. Push the plus, follow, or subscribe button in your listening app, or activate the Pass ACLS flash briefing skill on your Amazon voice device so you don't miss upcoming tips. You can find additional ACLS-related resources at PassACLS.com. Remembering all the different energy settings needed for synchronized cardioversion and defibrillation used to be confusing for a lot of people. Luckily, when there's an opportunity, industry usually steps in to help solve a problem. In my opinion, this makes it easy for us to break down energy settings into three basic categories based on technology. Two of the categories make energy setting easy, and I'll share some tips to help you remember the energy needed if you don't have the newer technology. Technology one is the Automated External Defibrillator, or AED. Because AEDs are designed to be used by first responders and laypeople with only minimal medical training, the controls are kept simple and are pre-programmed into the machine. When using an AED, the provider only needs to turn it on attach the pads, preferably while CPR compressions are being performed, and follow the verbal commands. If a shock is needed, the AED will charge to a pre-programmed amount of electricity without any input from the user. The person operating the AED needs only to ensure that everyone is clear from the patient, then push the button to deliver the shock. Technology 2 is biphasic defibrillation, I'm not going to go into all the details of why, because my own understanding is elementary at best, but will say that, because of the mechanism, biphasic defibrillation lowers the electrical threshold needed to be successful, 200 joules for a biphasic shock versus 360 for monophasic. This is a good thing, because passing electrical current through tissue, even with the best intentions, causes tissue damage. Most modern biphasic defibrillators have an ability to measure the impedance or resistance between the pads and can adjust the energy up or down to maximize effectiveness. When using a biphasic defibrillator, it's generally advised to go with the manufacturer's suggested setting or to use the built-in setting and let the electronics do the rest. If your biphasic defibrillator is older or you don't know the recommended setting, Use the maximum setting, usually 200 joules. Technology 3 is the monophasic defibrillator. As mentioned before, these defibrillators generally require a higher energy setting to successfully convert a fibrillating heart. The energy setting when using a monophasic type defibrillator is 360 joules. Monophasic defibrillators don't calculate the impedance between the pads or paddles, so no adjustment to subsequent shocks is needed. For V-fib or pulseless V-tech, just set it to 360 joules and leave it. These technologies also help us with synchronized cardioversion of unstable patients in SVT and V-tech with a pulse. First, 
AEDs are only used in cardiac arrest situations, so only a defib energy setting is programmed into the machine. AEDs should not be used on patients with a pulse. Second, just like defibrillation, the energy needed for cardioversion when using a biphasic device is less and is calculated by the machine. Be sure to engage the sync button when cardioverting, then use the manufacturer's recommendation. You can tell when the sync button is engaged on most monitors because an icon will appear adjacent to each QRS complex. For safety's sake, remember, when cardioverting, it can take several seconds for the defibrillator to discharge after pushing the button. The team leader must ensure that nobody touches the patient until after the defibrillator has discharged. Finally, for monophasic monitor defibrillators, 50 joules can be used as a starting point for cardioversion of narrow complex SVTs, while 100 to 150 joules should be used for wide complex tachycardias such as VTAC with a pulse. If the initial shock at these settings is unsuccessful, the energy should be increased in 50 joule increments up to a maximum of 360 joules. If you found today's review of defibrillator energy settings helpful, consider giving back via the secure link in the episode description or take a few seconds to share PassACLS.com with your classmates and coworkers on social media. I'm here to help you pass ACLS. Thanks for listening, and good luck with your class.